Sixto. There could not be a better name. I love the names on this team. They have Sixto Sanchez, and my, they have my favorite name probably in baseball right now, Jazz Chisel. To win a championship, not only do you need great players on the court, but you need good chemistry, which takes time to develop. It's it's weird how the dynamic works between sports. But Showing emotion in baseball is terrible and should never be uh, in the game. Blame Luke Walton for that. They have a lot of young players that I believe can really excel in this league. Corey Perry will give some veteran presence to the Canadians and to just help give some insights on what he did last year. Justin Fields is a all, all-time talent and uh, we definitely need to take into consideration his health. This was a trade that the Senators really hoping would work out as Matt Murray has uh, won the cup two times. Uh, even though this is Mr. Irrelevant, he may be Mr. Playing Time after this season's over. It's just amazing, and I don't care what the Red Sox got for trading Mookie Betts and David Price, the Dodgers, in my opinion, win it. I don't have to see what players they give up. Uh, Charlie McAvoy is also, is, I think, a Norris contender, a top five Norris contender this year. When Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones make jokes about not valuing the safety position, well, we can make jokes about you not being in Super Bowl for 20-something years. But I feel like Luka will take that next step, and if he can get a three ball consistently around 35%, I feel like they could become a contender. This goes to show the, off- the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. Yeah, I was impressed by their game. Braden Point, Andre Pilat, uh, Nikita Kucherov, that was the best line in the playoffs, no doubt. What's up, everyone? This is Justin Goldman from the Goalie Guild and Lift the Mask, and you're listening to Outsiders Opinions with Austin and Kevin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our March Madness video. We will be reviewing the Final Four and what a few games the Final Four was. Those two games, especially the final one between Duke and UNC. We'll get to that. But an update on the rankings. Andrew is still in the lead with 88 points. Then Austin and then Riley, who is the last one standing with his team. Kansas uh, making it the final four and speaking of Kansas let's just get straight into it Kansas versus Villanova uh, Austin what do you think wow did Kansas start start hot 36 to 18 at one point they could really flame there were seven to ten from three at one point I believe at the beginning ended up seven for 14 from uh, three in the first half Rumi Martin Ochai McCormick Lightfoot, they were just playing amazing, and uh, they, I, I was very impressed. Now Villanova was obviously down, probably their second best player in Justin Moore, and that definitely looked to hurt them. They came back in the second half, but they really couldn't get it done. Yeah, and they tried to come back, and they were shooting well. Um, I think they only they only missed one three in the second half, but they didn't get close. Like it was still a nine point lead, and it just showed the dominance of Kansas. As McCormick had a season-high 28 points, I believe. He was 6 of 6 from 3, I believe, and then he started going down low. And Justin Moore, you could tell their loss really hurt him, but it was just the dominance of Kansas as they really got to the lead, as you said, in the first half, and they really didn't get let go of it no matter how hard um, uh, Villanova tried. Yeah, I believe they got it within 6, uh, and then Kansas scored again, and then... 
in the it was in the middle right there between six and ten and then eleven and then it ended up being an eighty-one to sixty-five victory for Kansas, who's the last one seed remaining before this game and after this game as they move on to the final. Yeah, um, but let's move on to the next game, and that's Duke versus North Carolina. Duke, uh, Coach K's first loss at Duke was to UNC, and his final loss is to UNC. It was just an incredible game. No matter, it was, um, Duke would look like they were going to run away with it, and then UNC would look like they were going to run away with it, but UNC pulled it out at the end um, with some critical free throws at the end. Um, I believe it was Keels on the free throw line, even though he played well. Um, he missed one free throw, and I believe it was – I can't remember who's the first person that missed both free throws when Duke was just down. It was Mark Williams. Mark Williams. Um, Mark Williams, he hits both of those free throws. I believe Duke wins the game because even with Caleb's love three, that would only made a two-point game, not a four-point game. I hate to put it on a guy like that, but that's where the difference are made, uh, making your free throws at the key point in the game, down by a point. The moment got to him, and he's a great player, one of the best – probably the second best defensive center in college basketball behind Walker Kessler of Auburn. And sometimes the moment gets to you, but that's it's college. I believe he'll have a chance of moving on being a good defensive center in the NBA. Eventually. Uh, hopefully he gets a chance to uh, revenge, uh, avenge this time where he obviously fumbled. But again, it's, it's a really hard moment to be in. Uh, I don't know how you or I would perform in those moments, but it was, it was tough to see, and uh, Caleb Love clutch again, and it should be a great final. Yeah, and um, speaking of Caleb Love, that three was incredible. Duke still could have come back with the free throws, and the thing about free throws is it's simple, but it still comes up big, and this game just adds on to how big free throws are, um, but it was really incredible. Um, some of the shots were incredible like Mannix three it looked like he was out of bounds but he still made it he had a great block but Caleb Love and Manic were incredible and even with the points in the paint being so far in Duke's favor it was incredible that UNC was able to pull it out and now we'll get to the final um with UNC versus Kansas where Roy Williams coached Kansas and they moved on to UNC and they will be facing off and uh what are your thoughts on this game one thing uh, I just like to get off my chest beforehand. Everyone was saying that the college basketball gods or the people who led college basketball were trying to rig it in Coach K's favor, which really gets on my nerves because there's two results out of this. Either Duke wins and everyone who says it was rigged is like, oh, we were right, it was rigged. Or Duke loses and, oh, it's not rigged now. But that makes no sense to me because it gives Duke no path to win. They were a two-seed for a reason, a great team. And if they won, I was not going to say necessarily that they were going to uh, – that, that it was a rigged game. People just use it as a cop-out, and it really does get on my nerves sometimes because they're like, oh, it's rigged. So now that it's rigged, apparently, that team cannot win or it's rigged. And if that team loses, it's not rigged. It just doesn't make much sense. Coach Kay is a great coach. I would say a top-three coach all-time in college basketball five national championships, a great performance by him this season, even though it was his last, keeping his team first. Uh, but, yeah, on to the final. I, I It should be a great matchup for an eight-verse-one. Yeah, on what you said, I think you made some good points, and I agree. It would have been nice if he uh, was able to ride in Sunset with a win, but still incredible. He made his 13th Final Four, 
and his team fought till the end. Um, but they did make some poor decisions with the free throw. Um, I'm sure that's going to bug him. But still an impressive career, 42-year career. Um, and he really changed Duke and how the um, program is perceived in basketball. So definitely something you should be proud of, even though it's probably going to leave a bad taste in his mouth for a while. But on to the final. Um, I feel Kansas is going to run away with it because of the size advantage um, against UNC, especially with UNC. Um, is it Acton? Who's the um, number six? Who's on. The that, on UNC. The only big man that they really had. Baycott? Baycott, Baycott. That's what I was thinking of. My bad. Baycott, Baycott, yeah. He had 21 rebounds today. Yeah. But he got injured, even though he was able to come back on the game. I'm not sure how he's feeling. You know, adrenaline can help you still play. And I think that's going to be a big thing to watch, especially with Kansas, who has McCormick, and they just have a lot of size. And we saw how the size for Duke played against how that affected the game as – most of their points were in the paint. At one point, it was 42 points in the paint versus 22 points in the paint uh, for Duke versus UNC. Um, so I'm curious on what you think about that. Yeah, I think this is going to be a very good game. But Kansas has shown its faults at some point. Uh, and UNC has dominated most of the games they played. I would not be surprised if UNC got up to a big lead and Kansas tried to come back. It's just can Kansas come back at, at the very end? I feel like it'll be a very close game, and I'm going to go with UNC by, if we're going to go score prediction, I'll say 83-82. I think Kansas tries to come back. They get into it after being down by, let's say, 12 at half. Uh, and then they can't fully come back, and they lose by a point. Now, obviously, they got to an, off to an heart, a hot start today but that was against an injured Villanova team. I think UNC, even though there will be, everyone's banged up at this point of the season. There are some little cuts and bruises, but I believe that everyone will be healthy enough to make their presence felt. And I think Hubert Davis and UNC win their first championship since 2017. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go with Kansas. I feel Kansas, um, Braun did not score any points in the first half, but then he caught fire on the second. And I think McCormick will have another big game. Uh, so I'm going to have a little bit uh, low scoring, uh, about 10 points less than you. I'm going to probably go 71 to 68 uh, UNC versus Kansas. I feel Kansas just pulls it out. And to me, they've just been on fire the past few games. And with UNC, while they've been dominant, um, I just see something in Kansas that UNC with Baycott injured, I think the size for Kansas is also going to play a big part. And that's why I see McCormick doing well. I want, I want to do one more thing here before we end. What stat do you think you have to win this stat, don't say points, to win the game? Because I, I I know you could just say, oh, points. If you win points, you win the game. But what stat do you think is the most key stat? I'm going to go with rebounds. I think if Kansas or UNC wins in the rebound department, I believe that team wins the game. And with Baycott, with some other good rebounds in there, rebounders in there, I think UNC wins the rebound battle and in turn the game. I, I was going to say rebounds as well. I feel if it's not lopsided with Kansas and the rebounds, um, then I feel UNC has a much better chance. Uh, but rebounds and then possibly turnovers. I'm going to go turnovers on UNC since you already said rebounds. 
Um, they just had some turnovers that Duke capitalized on, and I don't think they can do that with Kansas. Um, so whoever wins the turnover battle for me, um, outside of rebounds, as you mentioned, already said rebounds, I'll go with turnovers. That's my thing. Okay. That's that's a good that's a good pick. Yeah, it's very exciting, and we are down to the wire as Andrew could possibly still win if Kansas does not win. It seems the yep. highest you can get right now, Austin, is at two. What'd you say? You're at two. You're oh, right yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, thought, I, I thought you were talking points, and I got confused. Yeah, but, no. yeah, I'm stuck where I am. I had Villanova versus Duke in the final. What can you say? Uh, I'm fine. It's not a big deal. I'm oh, yeah. excited someone besides me is going to win. It's Someone needs to win. It's fine. It's not a big deal. We'll see. Yeah, uh, yeah. you'll still finish top three. And uh, it will be interesting to see if the reigning champ, Andrew, wins the second one. Goes back-to-back for the first two ever Outsiders Opinions brackets. Um, and then three, Riley could win with Kansas. Uh, we'll see. We'll keep you updated. Um, what The prize will be announced with, to whoever wins it. And then y'all will find out listening. And then we'll review the whole bracket and... We appreciate you listening. Any final thoughts before we conclude the episode, Austin? No, I'm just excited for Monday. Yep, I'm excited too as well. And we'll have a review of that game as well. And we appreciate all you listening. And thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.